Okay, my friend, before we begin today's episode, I need to tell you that I am hosting a what it really takes to become an amazingly successful life coach event. We are doing this event in Melbourne, Australia on the 8th of October in person at my headquarters. Very limited seats. If you want to come to that, please click the link in the show notes. Or if you're joining me from anywhere in the world and you're like, I want to become a life coach. I want to know what it takes. I want to know how you built this amazing ass business. Tell me all the things, Erica. What do I need to do? Do I need to be certified? If so, how, what, when, where? All of that. We're doing it virtually as well. So you can join me from anywhere in the world. There will be a replay, but if you can come live, it's going to be so freaking good. On the 15th of October, we are running this event. It's going to be incredible. Me and the amazing Julie Parker, who is the founder of the Beautiful You Coaching Academy. So 15 October, if you want to do virtual. 8th of October, if you want to join us live. We will be dishing all the tea on how you can build an amazingly successful life coaching business, how you can turn your mess into your message, how you can stand in service and help people with your life if you want to do the damn thing. Okay, so let's get on with today's episode. Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to be doing this podcast in my office and loving my life. I'm back from the desert. I just want to give a shout out (laughs) to Sherry on Spotify and to the Fierce Fempreneur. My last episode that I did about like the hardest thing I ever done, like walking in the middle of the desert in the Northern Territory in Australia hiking up some mountain with some flies in my face and the freaking heat. I mean, it was beautiful and it was amazing, but shit, that was hard. So Sherry left me on Spotify. If you listen on Spotify, you can do a Q&A. So you can write a question or a comment in the Q&A. And Sherry said, I adore you. I listen to you while in the shower. Okay, what's up, girl? You crack me up with a sweaty ass and flies in your face. Sounds very Australian. Oh, thank you. Uh, oh, and well done you for conquering that mountain. I can't believe that she thinks I sound Australian. Okay, that's cool. I have been here for like 13 years, so the twang is real. Um, the Fierce Fempreneur says, so proud of you, Erica. My takeaway is that I am ready. I can do hard things no matter what my inner voice tells me. Yes, you can. Listen to me. If my ass didn't train cardiovascularly (laughs) and I climbed up that mountain, you could do it too. And I wanted to share that because we be doing hard things and we need to put ourselves in positions where we're challenged, where we're stretched, where we're out of our comfort zone. Let me tell you that right now I'm out of my comfort zone because I'm about to tell you some shit that is TM motherfucking I. Um, I have talked a lot of shit on this podcast. I have shared with you 
a lot of intimate stories, a lot of sad stuff about my partner passing away, about my sexual abuse, about my lichen sclerosis. Girl, I've told you a lot. You know a lot about me in the intimacy world and a lot about my life. And I think it's it's my superpower. I think we should be raw, real, and vulnerable. And when you are, no one touches you because you know the shit. Like, try to cancel me. I already cancel myself. Like, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you all the things that are fucked up and that I did wrong and that messed up. And I feel like when we do this, not only do we allow other people to feel safe and vulnerable in our presence, but also we're cool with the hot mess that is our lives. We're cool with the things that most people would try to keep perfection and worry about. I'm like, nah, man, I'm a hot mess. Like there's so much stuff that's happened for me to me uh, in my life that I want to share with you so that you know that I get it. So I'm never over here trying to save face and be like, oh my God, I'm so perfect and everything's amazing and I love my life. It's like, shit is hard. And in today's episode, my husband just laughed because he was like, I cannot believe you're about to talk about this on the podcast. I'm like, you better fucking believe it. As soon as this happened to me, which I'm about to share with you, <laughs> trigger warning, you're going to be grossed out. So if you're listening to me while you're eating right now, pause this tape, come back to it later because you will not like me anymore. You'll be like one star for that nasty bitch. So do not listen to this podcast episode while you're eating something. <laughs> Because I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to tell you about something that is gross and I cannot fucking believe is the reason, is the reason that I have lost weight, got my health, internal health shit together. I am like so amazing now with my health and my food protocols and how I'm looking after myself, my organizational skills, my fitness, my my internal and external health and well-being is amazing and the best it's ever been. Even when I was in the military, it wasn't this good because of this fuckery, horrible thing that happened. And I want to share it with you. Half because it's entertaining. The other half because it's gross. Uh, <laughs> and I tell you everything. You're my, you're my darling friend. I love you and I think you need to know this. So just, just trigger warning. Don't be giving me no fucked up reviews, okay? Like I told you. You continue to listen. This is all on you now, okay? So <laughs> I have been on a, I want to say air quotes, weight loss, trying to lose my mummy tummy journey for a long time. And I, I, I almost can't remember being completely in love with my body. As a kid, uh, I, didn't, I didn't know, but I was sexualized from my sexual abuse. As a adolescent, of course, when you're in school, people make fun of your body because your boobs are too big or too small, your booty's too big or too small. So I didn't really love my body. And then uh, when I lived in Miami and in Florida, I was a model and I did bikini modeling and I was in bathing suits and I was on music uh, videos and covers of magazines in bikinis. And I always had a thing about my stomach, like it's loose and it's too soft and it wasn't small waist enough and blah, blah, blah. So I got my boobs done when I was... 23 years old. Like, I just never felt like my body was good enough. And now carried on into motherhood when you have children that grow inside of your body, your stomach stretches, <laughs> right? Like everybody saw JLo, she had twins, like that was a big old belly, okay? And my shit stretched and then came back and then I had another child and it stretched again. I'm so grateful that my beautiful vessel of a body made children, healthy, fucking gorgeous boys. And also, and also, I'm like, holy shit, what happened to my stomach? Holy shit, where's my belly button? Because I had a hernia umbilica with my first son after my C-section. Try to do some squats, heard a pop. It was horrible. And now my belly button is fucking looks like a butthole. It's so weird. 
It's the weirdest belly button ever. I don't recognize it. I almost don't want to claim it. But you know what? That's my belly button. Okay. Over the years of me doing this podcast and me working on myself and developing myself and working on my internal mindset around who I am as a woman, as a mother, uh, as a being, right? I am so good with my body. I fucking love it. I'm so grateful for what it does. I do not see it just as a vessel to make men look at me or to feel pretty or to fit in or to be skinny enough, thin enough, bullshit cellulite. I don't care. I fucking love my body. However, and also, I have had a thing with my stomach. So my, my stomach is the area where I gain weight if I gain weight. I never gain weight anywhere else. My body has looked the same since high school, the same body kind of shapes, same style, but my tummy has been a thing that I have struggled with. And in the pandemic, like most people, your girl drank too much gin, uh, did not exercise and was fucking depressed. And of course, I got a fatty liver and at my book launch in 2020, December 2020, I look at those photos, yo, I was like a ball. I was swollen. My fatty liver was had me inflamed from the inside out. I had I drank so much alcohol, like so much alcohol. And I was like, I got to do something about this shit. When I saw my naturopath friend, I did a podcast around my alkaline cleanse, lost like 10 or 12 kilos, which is like amazing, amazing, amazing. I didn't even exercise. I just lost weight because of my food and no alcohol and all that. However, as life would be, I put stuff back on, not 12 kilos, but I, I gained weight again. I started drinking red wine every once in a while. I had gluten, even though I know it's not good for me. Old habits, my friend, does this sound familiar to you? Old habits came and kicked back in. And I had struggled with this. Like I go to the gym, but I'm always on. And then I started looking into things around cortisol and how the belly fat that you hold is the most dangerous fat. It's like, I think it's called visceral fat. I'm sorry if that's not the name and you're like a specialist on this. I'm very sorry. I, I think it's called visceral fat, but it's like really dangerous fat that can, that can hurt you in the future, that can give you heart disease and, and, and it's not beneficial fat. And so I started thinking about my belly fat in a different way, in a way of like, oh, am I going to be able to be around when I'm 85? Am I going to be able to see my grandbabies if my kids decide to have them? Am I going to be able to run up the stairs like Am I in high cortisol and adrenal fatigue? Like, am I fucking stressed even though I think I'm happy? And so I started asking myself these questions and just researching things around cortisol. And this was last year when I went to Guingana for my retreat. I came back a completely new person. And I want to say 80% of the shit that I learned there, I kept in my life. And so I'm very proud of myself because people go to retreats and shit and they come back, they do it good for two weeks or they join a program and they do it for two weeks and then they're back to the same shit. I kept most of it. The thing that I realized was that my cortisol, my stress levels, although I seem happy and my mind is happy and I live a great life, my body still is in stress. Stress by always being on the phone, stress by always being on, stress by answering every DM, stress by not having an off switch unless I'm in the shower or I'm fucking sleeping. And that's not, and even to go to sleep, I get all these fucking ideas and quotes and shit about podcasts that I write down next to my bed and it's crazy. So I'm trying to figure out how the fuck do I slow down? How do I calm down? How do I lose weight? Because I want to tighten up my stomach. How can I be more fit? <laughs> and you know, when you ask the universe for something and it gives it to you in this horrible roundabout ass way where you're like, I did not ask for that. <laughs> I asked for it, but not like that. You know, I wasn't clear with my ask to the universe of what I wanted. 
And I wanted to get my internal health, my gut bacteria, my mind, my inner body, not the external skin bag that people see that we normally as women care about. I'm talking about my internal body. And I started to read this book called Grow a New Body, which I had read before. And I love this man, Dr. Alberto, Al, Alberto, let's say like an, a white person, Alberto. Alberto Vidolo is his name, Alberto Vidolo. And he is a shamanic practitioner. He does like seven day retreats in the Amazon to help you literally grow a new body. And so I'm like, I need to read his book again. I'm feeling something needs some some work. My intuition was like, Spidey senses, get his book. So I got his book off my husband's shelf and I started to read his book. And what he shares in this book, if you're interested, go and get it. He is incredible. And he talks about how we have too much meat. We have too much processed shit like potato chips and processed foods. We have too much sugar. We have too much alcohol. We don't sleep enough. We're too stressed. We're too this. Basically, we're fucked all around in this world with the way that we have been living in this Western world. And he says that Alzheimer's and dementia is basically diabetes part three, diabetes three. And it is something preventable by your diet. It's preventable by your gut biome. You don't have to get that because you're old and it's in your family. And there's all this research to back it. So if you're like, what? You can go and read the book, research this for yourself. Obviously, I'm not a doctor or a shaman. Hamish is, I'm not. But I'm like, there is no way when I'm 85 that I want to have what my grandma had. My grandma got dementia. She's schizophrenic as well. Um, there's no way that I want to not be able to run around with my kids. There's no way that I want to get heart disease. There's no way that I want to get diabetes. And so I started to catch an interest in this. And you would not believe. My, <laughs> I did a podcast about this called My Journey with Lichen Sclerosis. Two years before my husband died, I got... Um, the skin condition in my vagina and bum skin, which basically makes it really, really itchy. Your skin peels. It's like an eczema or psoriasis kind of thing down there, which is not comfortable. And the amount of women who messaged me after that podcast and said, holy shit, I have this too. It's been misdiagnosed. It was an amazing episode because so many women we connected on that episode. Um, so having an itchy bum or having itchy perennial, that, that area where, you know, between your bump, butthole and your vagina, that area itchy or anything itchy there feels common to me. If I have, if I have too much gluten, it gets activated. It triggers that autoimmune condition. It's an autoimmune condition. So I was having an itchy bum and I'm like, oh, it's my lichen sclerosis. Mind you, I'm looking into Dr. Vidolo. I'm looking into all of these things about cortisol. I'm already looking because I'm feeling like I want to work on my internal health. This is me manifesting this fucking bullshit. So <laughs> I'm really making you wait for the fucking bomb that I'm about to drop. But anyway, I'm sorry. I love you. I'm telling the story. Be with me. Bear with me. So I'm getting an itchy bum. It's a hot ass mess. And then my son, Nava, who's five years old, is like, puts his fingers in his bum, tries to poo on his own, tries to wipe his ass. Shit is everywhere on the wall. There's poo on his hand. My husband has to clean it because I just freak out. I'm like, I can't do it with the poo. It just grosses me out. I can do throw up. I just can't do the poo. I can do boogers. But the poo is like, I'm like, Hamish, you need to come to the bathroom. Like it's a poo mess, right? So Nava, bless his little soul, he's trying to learn how to wipe his ass. And touches his bum, you know, scratches his eye, does, he's a five-year-old. So there's lots of germs happening with kids. And Hamish says to me a week or so later, babe, my bum was itchy last night. 
Hamish did not give me permission to share this. <laughs> I love you, Hamish. Anyway, my bum was itchy last night and I'm like, what? I'm like, your bum was itchy? Why Your bum was itchy? So what happens to Erica? She goes on to Dr. Google, which you shouldn't do. And Dr. Kirsty Holland, who is my naturopath, my woman's hormonal doctor, who I've been working with, she's fucking incredible. I text her and I'm like, itchy bum, what does that mean? I'm on Google. She goes, don't go on Google. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you. I'm on Google. So delete message. I'm on Google. And it's like thread worms, parasites. If you have an itchy bum, parasites, parasites. Ah, 85% of Americans have parasites. Thread worms are the most common parasite in Australia specifically, blah, blah, blah. Photos of parasites, worms coming up. This is the part that's gross, just trigger warning. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm freaking out. And listen to me, time out, time out. I have never had any occurrence in my life with parasites. Don't know what the fuck they are. Didn't know they were a thing in human beings. I knew that dogs had worms and you deworm your dogs. I get that. I know there's worms in the ground and the soil and they eat the soil, all that. The hungry caterpillar, got that. I didn't know that human beings had worms unless you were dead and you had maggots or some shit. Okay, so I didn't know about this. Now, most of the mothers that I spoke to about this shameful, horrible, disgusting thing that literally fucked me up for a couple days, they were like, oh, yeah, babe, that's normal. You just go to the GP. You just get your little worm pills. The whole family takes it. No big deal. Take two in two weeks. Kills the eggs. Eggs? What? Excuse me? So I'm like extremely what the fuck is this thing called parasites and worms? And every human around me that's an adult is like, oh, yeah, no worries. No big deal. So I don't know if this is a surprise to you, but people get worms, in case you didn't know. And there's tapeworms, and there's hookworms, and there's threadworms, and they're fucking gross. They are disgusting. It is disgusting. Cool. But that's been said. <laughs> so I'm on the Googles, and I said, Hamish, I think that we have worms. And he was like, babe, shut up. You're on Google. What do you know? I'm like, listen to me. So I go deeper into the Google hole. Okay, deeper into the Google hole. And I find out forums and all these things. Now, my bum is on fire itchy. The more I read this shit, the more itchy my bum gets. My kids are in bed. I'm freaking out. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to tell you this. So Hamish gets ready for bed. And he said his bum wasn't itchy that night. He's like, it was just the other day. I'm like, okay, I've had an itchy bum for like six months. Have I had fucking worms in my body for six months? How are worms in my body? And then I'm in a rabbit hole. And then I used to get like these weird little heart palpitations, like randomly, like not a panic attack, just randomly my heart would feel weird. And I read that there's like hookworms that go into your heart and give you heart palpitations. And who knows if any of this is true because I'm on Google, right? But my bum is itchy. And I had had a shower and my hands were clean and I go to scratch my bum. Okay. I go to scratch my butthole. And I just want to say that there was a confirmation that I had a worm. That's what I'll say. There was a fucking confirmation on my hand. It was not toilet paper. And that was all the confirmation that I needed. And when I fucking tell you, my friend, that I freaked the fuck out, screamed and started crying, sobbing like a four-year-old, like, oh my God, what is it? Like on the ground, like on the ground sobbing, washed my hands 17 times with boiling hot water. I'm sure I got third degree burns. 
ran into my bedroom where my children were with my husband sleeping with the worms and all their asses. And I said, Hamish, I have worms in my bum. <laughs> He's like, fucking Hamish. He's like, babe, are you serious? Go to bed. I'm like, and then I go, I need to move away from the microphone because I'm about to get loud. There are motherfucking worms in my asshole. I can't go to bed. What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> and he's just like, babe, go to bed. And then I'm like, what if they crawl in my vagina? And he's like, I'm done. I'm done. And he just turns around and he's snoring. My friend, he's snoring. Meanwhile, there's worms in my culo and I'm like freaking the fuck out. I went into that goddamn shower. I had about four showers putting soap in my butt. I am Googling what natural remedies can I do? Can I put cloves in my, like, what do I do? And in some website I found like coconut oil is a natural, you know, antibacterial that kills blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking, there's no fucking coconut oil. I'm like, is the chemist open? Can I get coconut oil at midnight? <laughs> horrible. First of all, a shower does nothing because they're in your intestines. I just couldn't handle my life. And I know this might be dramatic if you have young children and they always are worms and dirty shit. Kids just bring all the joy. They get dirty. They bite their nails and there's dirt and shit everywhere. So of course this happens to people. And imagine school teachers and imagine child care kindergarten centers. <gasps> I was just like, I cannot believe this. But for me, I was thinking about a worm in my ass. I could feel the itchiness. I was thinking about, is it going to crawl in my vagina? Because that's also a big, like, weird fear that I have. <laughs> Things are going to crawl in my vagina. And I just was like, I can't live. Like, I don't know what to do with myself. So I found this bottle of fractionated coconut oil from my doTERRA days. My friends got me doTERRA oils. And I'm fucked. That shit, just the whole bottle, girl. That's what I'm going to say. And somehow took my children's melatonin and somehow fell asleep. And first thing I woke up in the morning and I went to the doctor, got the worm pills, fucking ate every natural remedy. I was chewing on cloves. I ate brown rice to shred the worms in my stomach. I ate pumpkin seeds. I was sipping some tea, hot mess. Now, what does this have to do with me getting the healthiest and the fittest and the losing of my weight? And I feel so amazing right now. I'm, I'm, in the best shape I've been in in a very long time. <laughs> well, that little worm in my ass helped me to realize that I needed to sort out my internal health really badly, really badly. From that moment, I called Dr. Kirsty Holland, uh, who was on the podcast about perimenopause. She's a genius when it comes to women's health, women's hormones, perimenopause, fibroids, endometriosis, all things womb, feminine, cervix, womanness. And I'm like, babe, I need to get my shit together. Like there was worms in my bum and I don't know what to do. She's like, babe, come in. So she gives me some really beautiful acupuncture, gets my adrenals calm, puts me on all these amazing supplements, gives me a, a gorgeous uh, challenge and is like, for the next 12 weeks, let's get you, let's get you sorted. Let's get you vital. Let's get you really doing this. Now, I tried to do this in December last year. What happened? Nothing. My mother got sick. We renovated our home. I lost my shit. I went on a global tour, uh, speaking tour, I mean, and I neglected my fucking health once again. So as much as it's disgusting and horrible, and I wouldn't wish it upon anyone, this little threadworm in my butthole actually helped me to get my health together, helped me to see how I was fucking around eating shit 
that was not supporting my system, gluten, uh, sugar, like I haven't had sugar, I haven't had alcohol, I'm having black coffee, I'm having beautiful vegetables and greens and protein and I have so much energy. I don't know if, if this like is coming across, but I feel so clear. I feel so fit and so incredible. And it literally was because of that horrible ass thing. Literally horrible ass thing. The thing in my ass that was horrible. Um, and I didn't realize how common it is. Do you know, like I read some research that 85% of people will have some kind of parasite in their body. So my friend, if you have an itchy bum, you better go sort that shit out. I didn't know you can go to the doctor, take some little pills, and then you take some pill. The whole family took the pill. And two weeks later, you take another one just to make sure that they haven't laid eggs and it's fucking gross. So anyway, I'm happy that that happened, even though it was traumatizing and it was horrible. So yeah, like I'm grateful. I'm grateful. It was gross. It was horrible. And I had to share it. I was like, I have to share this shit. Like one day on my comedy show, I'm going to share it because it was fucking gross. It was disgusting. And, and it's so funny because I don't think if I wouldn't have scratched and seen it, oh, I'll never unsee that shit, by the way. And it does look how it looks on Google. That's all I'll say. But um, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have taken this serious. And here's my invitation to you. Maybe you've been saying you want to air quotes, lose weight. You want to work on your fitness. You want to work on your health. You want to take your health seriously. What is it going to take for you to do that? For me, it took a worm in my ass and parasites in my stomach. What is it going to take for you? Maybe go get checked and see if you're gluten intolerant. Maybe go do your bloods. Maybe go get a hormone test. Maybe go get an amazing naturopath that can support you. And, and it has to be more than being skinny and having no cellulite and losing your mommy tummy. Like that's not enough for us as women. It, you got to find something else. And for me, when my liver was fatty and when there was a worm in my ass, those were the two things that moved me. They moved me into action. And sometimes we need shit like that to snap us back into reality of like, whoa, I need to look after this. So it sucks that that happened and it sucks when hard, bad things happen. However, every horrible thing that happens is an opportunity for us to go, wake up, okay, shit. Okay, there's worms. Okay, what do we do? Okay, shit, something bad happened. What do I do now? And so it became an opportunity for me to actually start looking at my internal health. When I say internal health, I mean my metabolic health my gut, my bacteria in my stomach, the bacteria in my mouth, how, how my brain was functioning, how are my energy levels, not do my pants fit, not are my titties sagging or up they high, like not how big is my booty or how small is my waist or do I have a six pack or do I have the underarm thing? No, it was how's the inside because the inside of our body is the shit that matters as to how the outside's gonna look as to how we're going to feel, how long we're going to be on this fucking planet. I don't know about you, but I want to live for a very long time. And so it was a wake-up call. <laughs> it was a wake-up call. Let's say that. It was a horrible experience, and I don't wish it for you at all. And I didn't even know how common it was. So now, like, I am on my kids. I'm like, you better wash your damn hands. Don't be putting your finger in your bum. Don't you dare touch your eye after you touch your bum. Don't touch it. Like, I'm just like... I had no idea that these little things develop and grow inside of your bodies. So whatever happens today, I hope that you A, learned something about parasites, uh, B, laughed a little bit with me and weren't too grossed out, and C, the, the biggest thing is what needs to happen for you to take your health seriously? That's what had to happen for me. And I got, I got two instances of that. I got the fatty liver 
learned my lesson supposedly and then went back to bullshit. Uh, and this one, I am not like, there's no way. I know way too much now about the inside of my body. And I know way too much now about processed foods and what's in oat milk and what's in fucking certain milks and what's in certain things that most people eat and how that affects the inside of your body. And let's just say I'm never having pork again. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's me. I hope this update has been fun and exciting. And hopefully it's moved you into thinking about what needs to happen for you to finally look after your internal health. Because my darling friend, you need to be here for a very fucking long time. I love you so much. I will see you next week. I'm very interested to hear what my Spotify peeps <laughs> have to say about this one. Take care, my love. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. There are so many podcasts you can listen to. And I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor, one big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. This is my mission on planet Earth to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up, and create the confidence and the life that we desire. I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. 